Hey, what's up, everybody? It's Jeff. If you're a Christian entrepreneur like me, you know how important it is to build our businesses on the foundation of God's word. That's why I wrote my new devotional, Navigating Entrepreneurship Through the Lens of Scripture, a 30-day journey for Christian entrepreneurs. And I wanted to let you know that it's now available on Amazon. And you can also check it out at navigatingbiblicalentrepreneurship.com forward slash devotional. Welcome to Business God's Way podcast. My name is Jeff Elder, and I'm an online business coach, Christian leader, and funnels expert. This show is where we help established Christian online coaches create more income, freedom, and impact while keeping God at the center of everything we do as entrepreneurs and leaders. Let's dive into today's episode. Hello, welcome back to another episode of Business God's Way. I'm your host, Jeff Elder, and thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode. Today, I have a very special guest with me, my friend Renee Vidoa. She is an author, speaker, and community builder, and she's also a coach. And so we'll get into some of those things and let her explain a little bit more what those mean. But I wanted to have Renee on because she wrote a book, but couple of years now, right? It's been released. Wow, it's amazing how fast time goes. So a couple of years ago, she released her first book, Measuring Up, How to Win in a World of Comparison. And I wanted to have her on because I think as entrepreneurs, if we're all honest with ourselves, I think we all deal with comparison on some level, whether it's looking out at competitors and, and seeing what they're doing that we are not doing, what it's on social media, we, we face it. And I think Renee has a very unique approach to, to how to handle comparison, how to get it under control. And she even talks about how not all comparison is bad either. And I thought that was a really interesting perspective. So I'm going to introduce my friend Renee right now and let her kind of share a little bit, a little bit about herself, and we'll get into some some questions and kind of have a discussion around this issue of comparison. So, Renee, welcome for welcome uh, for being. Thank you for being here and welcome. Kind of tie tongued this morning, but I appreciate you being here. Thank you so much for having me. It's always a pleasure to talk about this topic, especially because it's something that you're right, Jeff, all of us, especially as business owners, entrepreneurs, creatives, we struggle with it. It's something that is ongoing. So thanks for having me. Appreciate it. Yeah. So tell us a little bit about what you do. What do I do? Well, I am an entrepreneur by heart. I absolutely love to help other people. That's something that I've learned even more recently, how innate that is to me. So I use that in such a way as coaching. I do one-on-one -on -one coaching, group coaching, and my favorite is really community building and helping people come together and connecting them so that they can have community. I also am a mom, a wife, someone who stays busy with friendships and um, keeping keeping very busy let's put it that way i'm sure all of us who are in business have that component to us as well 
Right now, what I've been doing is I did write a book, like you said, Jeff, and it's been, I was just thinking about it, it was released August of 2020. And that was something that was um, something God put on my heart and I knew he wanted me to do. But the book in and of itself is a book. But the message, the message that he shared through me and that he wants me to share is something that I know is so much more than, than just a book or just a message. He wants me to actually share it so it can be transformation for other people as it has been for myself. So I've been doing more speaking and reaching out, getting into the universities, the schools to get this message of how comparison can actually be used to our benefit instead of our detriment. That way, we're all able to use it the way that God intended it for us instead of using it in such a way that it really is kind of a weapon against us if we allow it, wouldn't you say? Yeah, so true. Can you give us an example of what, how using comparison could be uh, beneficial for us? Yeah, there are several Especially different as ways. entrepreneurs. Yeah, as an entrepreneur, there are so many different ways. For one, we... I believe that God gave us comparison. It's part of our psyche. It's part of the way he designed for us because we're made in his image. And if you read the Bible, you will see that God does compare. He's constantly comparing. He's comparing good to evil. He's comparing wisdom to foolishness. I've been listening to your podcast series on wisdom and in the Proverbs. He's comparing the things that we should be doing to the things that we shouldn't be doing and why all the root of that is not to condemn us it is not to be hurtful it is actually out of love he compares because that is how we're able to see the right way to go it shows us the path it gives us the next step in our destination so one way as entrepreneurs that we can act out this comparison in such a way that it's in the image of God and using it to our benefit is we can compare our businesses to how we believe that God has called us to do them. In other words, right now in your business, are you doing things in such a way that are, that is honoring God? Cause that's the identity of your business. Your identity of your business is to bring glory to God. It's to, act out the purpose that he's the calling that he's put on your life it's to serve people so when you compare and you look at how your business is running right now is it doing that you can compare it to your mission statement now sometimes we can get in trouble with that because we look and we think wow okay it is not measuring up right now it is not i am not following my mission statement or i am not i'm not really where I think I should be right now. That's where we have to take control of comparison and make sure that we are then training our minds, that we are allowing ourselves to look at, look at through the eyes of the Lord instead of the eyes of our human fallen nature. And that's where we have to really be careful. Yeah, I love how you said about, talked about identity in business. And I think for me, I know a lot of my clients will talk to me and it's just how wrapped up our identity can become in our business. And, and that defines us. And if their business is doing well, we're okay. If their business isn't doing well, then it's almost a hit to our identity. 
And so I love how you talk about making sure that we all have to make sure that our identity is anchored in in Christ because that's the solid rock, right? And so I love how you talk about about that identity. And we'll come back to identity because I know it's part of your method that we're going to talk about in a minute. Um, I um, So I want to talk about social media specifically. And this is an interesting topic because there's all kinds of opinions on this and even my clients are kind of like, oh, do I really need to go on social media? Because every time I go on there, I just get sucked into the vortex of comparison. And I look around me and I see everybody doing what I'm not doing. And they have, looks like, looks like they have everything together, even though we both know, <laughs> you know, there's behind the scenes stuff too. But yeah, even in spite of all that, and I think you would agree, we still need to show up, right? I think if if we have a message that we want to share and and we have a passion behind it, I still believe social media is a good avenue to do that. So how do we how do we have as our, one of our friends says, how do we have harmony between those two conflicting things that we struggle with as entrepreneurs? a really good question. There are several things that come to mind, so I'll kind of attack it from a couple different directions here. One is that we often are seeing what other people are putting out there on social media. We see other businesses. I know that I spend time on LinkedIn and I watch and I see other creators. I see other coaches. I see people who are creating content that is really furthering their business. And I think to myself at times, oh, I should be doing that. I'm not doing enough. And I start doing that whole shitting all over myself, which we have to be very careful about that. That is part of the comparison trap that we can get stuck in. And we need to step back and think about it from a perspective of what am I going to accomplish when I show up on social media? What is my goal? What is my directive? We need to hone in, take that that whole concept of down to one reason. And I like what you said, Jeff, that we do need to show up. We need to. We see all of this stuff on social media and we are called to have a presence, but we have to be really careful about that presence. I was actually just reading something about Mr. Rogers. I'm sure everyone's familiar, I hope, with Mr. Rogers' neighborhood. It was an amazing 30-year run TV show that, it just it impacted my life because I watched it as a kid. But I saw in this article where Mr. Rogers had reported that he actually didn't like TV. He did not like television. He didn't like all the shows. He saw a lot of negativity. And this is back in the, what, 40s, 50s? I can't remember exactly when. But yet, he was an ordained minister and he realized I need to show up there. I need to show up there. God put on his heart. He put a call for him to use something for good. And if you read a little bit more about his life, he used it for good in his personal life. And if you want to call it a business, right? Whenever we have a message and we're sharing it, that's pretty much the business God's given us. And that's something that I thought of with social media. There are times where I don't like it. There are times where I see it's being used for negative, but 
I'm being called to show up. Now, when I go back to the analogy with Mr. Rogers, I realized that it didn't mean that he had to watch other television programs. It didn't mean that he needed to spend all of his time on TV. But he showed up for what he was called to, and he made a difference. He made a presence. How can we, as kingdompreneurs, show up but not get sucked into that vortex that you talked about? How can we show up and make the difference that we're called to make? And that's going to be different for each individual person listening. So if you're listening right now for you, that might mean that you're going to show up and do interviews like Jeff and I are doing right now. It might mean that you're going to show up with content and you're going to write the content. It might mean that you're going to show up and build relationships. I will say that's, that's where I felt called. And that's where I spend a lot of my time, even on LinkedIn is building the relationships. But however that looks for you, you need to figure out what you, what your call to action is for that. Why are you there? What is your purpose? And then when you start to feel like, okay, I'm drifting away from that purpose and I'm, I'm looking at other people and their purposes or what they're doing, that's where we need to reel back in to why am I here? Let me fulfill that and not get stuck in all the other mess that's out there. There's so much out there that we can get stuck in. Yeah, I like to say show up and set set the thermometer instead of adjusting to it and let your message kind of shine and let your message, like if you feel like social media is always negative or all of that, then just show up differently, right? Just show yeah. up and share your authentic message and be a change agent. I know sometimes it can feel so overwhelming because how massive social media is, but that's okay because I believe when you show up authentically with a message to share and you stand out, people will begin to listen and be attracted to that. That's a good point. You just said stand out. I think that's where oftentimes we get stuck is because we're worried at trying to figure out, are we standing out? Am I actually making a difference? And the truth of the matter is if we're going to take control over comparison, we're not gonna get stuck in that rut. We're not gonna allow ourselves to trip over that roadblock. I have no idea how many people watch my videos. I really don't. I have no idea how many people have bought my book. Now, this is going against a lot of business logic and wisdom where we should be checking metrics, but I know for myself that that's not where my purpose is right now, where God's just asking me, I'm, I'm obeying what he's telling me, and that may be different for someone else, but I'm just called to show up and to shine that light and whoever sees it great and there has been great response with that but at the same time like you were saying jeff when we show up we we are not actually in control or in charge of who watches and we need to remember that we we cannot even control with how many ads we would do which i personally am not doing ads right now or how many times we share this to whatever and we get behind different maybe algorithms or pods or all that kind of stuff ultimately if we're obeying and doing what we're called to do we can trust that god's going to take care of the rest he's he's going to do it we just need to take that first step of showing up so please don't if you're listening to this and you're hearing us say like okay show up and like do this big splash and you've got to be amazing and you know that's so relative 
And what is amazing and impactful for one person is going to be nothing to another person. So don't judge yourself. Just show up and be who God created you to be and do what you're designed to do. Maybe that looks totally different for you and me, and that's okay. That's good. So in your book, you have this win method that you talk about. First, give us a high-level overview of what that win method is, and then let's try to give a practical way to use that as we approach and show up on social media. Absolutely. So that WIN method stands for, it's an acronym. The W is weigh your cost. The I is innovate your identity. And the N is navigate your journey. So weighing your cost as a business owner, especially when you're looking at social media, I know for myself, I used to go and I would start following the types of people that I wanted to associate with. Maybe there were clients I wanted to attract, or maybe there were people that personally I resonated with and I wanted to learn from. What I started noticing was that I was getting a little bit stuck in that comparison trap, or maybe a lot, let's just be honest. But when I would go and I would recognize, okay, now that I'm watching this person, and I'm feeling that icky feeling. What is that doing? I need to weigh the cost. Is following this person something that is worthwhile and beneficial for me right now in the season I'm at? So that W, weigh your cost. Ask yourself that question. What is it costing me when I start feeling this comparison feeling? And what is it actually benefiting me? And start to weigh it out. You might find that it's actually, it's worth that cost to continue following that person or it's worth it to move forward and continue to put yourself out on social media even when it feels icky or all these different things. But you also might weigh the cost and realize, ooh, I'm really stuck in the comparison trap and I'm not able to get out of it. Well, now you need to move forward to the I, which is innovate your identity. So after you weigh your cost, Look at your identity. This is something that is not one and done. Once you start this process, it's pretty amazing because you continue throughout your entire life down this journey of innovating your identity. You see, God created you to be exactly who you are. However, unfortunately, here in this world, we start attaching things to ourselves that is not true to our identity. There are things that other people put on us, social expectations, you know, how many likes you have defines how good you are or how many sales you make is actually your worth. And that is not our identity. That is not at all. So we need to start recognizing and identifying those things that we've associated with our identity. Like you said earlier, Jeff, about our business is not our identity. It is not. It is something that he's an action that he's called us to pursue and to do, but it's not our identity. So we need to start recognizing those things that we have claimed and called our identity and kind of set them aside, start recognizing them and working at that identity process. Also, there are things in our identity that we're not claiming. We're just leaving on the ground and not even picking up, but God wants us to. As business owners, it's really important. Do you know that we actually have the confidence of Christ and we're not claiming that confidence oftentimes? We're not claiming the strength. And yet that's all part of our identity. 
There's so much, there's so much on that. And it's a lifelong process, like I said. So keep innovating your identity and recognizing who he created you to be. Now that you've innovated your identity, you can move to the end and navigate your journey. When it comes to social media, like we're talking about as a business owner, this could take many different forms. This is kind of the behavioral modifications where perhaps when you are feeling, you're, let's just say, let's say you're following Gary Vee, okay? Some of us might follow Gary Vee and we look and we're like, oh my gosh, he has this amazing, massive following. I want that following. And look how when he says one thing, people just bow down and worship it. And I wish that I could have as many clients and customers and people following me and all that, okay? And then weigh the cost of that. Ooh, that's not good, is it? When we start to idolize a person and we're comparing ourselves to them, that's not good. Let's move on to our identity. Our identity tells us you are called to be like Christ. You are called to be who he created me to be. I am called to be a business owner that is carrying out the mission that God has put on my life. Not Gary V's. He has his own. And whether or not he's doing that is between him and God, not between me and him. So I need to think about who I am and then navigate my journey. If I navigate my journey in that particular moment, I might need to unfollow him for a while. Because every time I would watch, perhaps it's causing me to question who am I and how am I? If I'm not as good as he is, then, then oh my gosh, my business. Okay, those thoughts, we need to capture them. We need to compare them to our true identity that God's given us. And we need to navigate that. Unfollow is a navigation. Doesn't mean it's forever. It doesn't mean that you don't read any books about people that make you feel uncomfortable or that you feel like you're not measuring up to. But you need to navigate where you are right now and make sure that the content that you're allowing in is going to help you run your business the way that God wants you to. And if it's not doing that, then take a season off. Do a fast, right? We're called throughout scripture to fast from things for a certain amount of time so that we can draw closer to the Lord. And when we do that, he's going to help reveal our identity even further. So that is one aspect of the win method where you can win in this world of comparison is by going through that process with every single time that you feel that icky feeling of competition or comparison. Hmm. That's good. I And just to like reemphasize how practical this is. So the other day I actually got my first pretty nasty Instagram message. Um, and my first response was, let me, let me give them a piece of my mind. And, and Renee, like literally I, I did, I'm like, okay, wait a minute, let me step back and let me weigh the cost of a negative response. Mm. And then I had to kind of, I had to look at my identity and really question like, okay, this person doesn't know me. They're making these comments. This isn't who I, who I really am. And so I had to kind of go back and work on my identity a little bit. And then I was able to navigate a different journey. Instead of responding negatively to this guy like I wanted to, I just kind of let it go and move it on. So I just share that because like this win method is so practical if you just stop and 
take the time to practice it. And I'm glad I did because as, as a Christian, as a witness, somebody that wants to be a witness, if I responded to, to this person, I'd be lowering myself to their level and I wouldn't be a good example of Christ. And, and I may follow back up with him at some point now that I've kind of gone through that process and come at it from a, a positive perspective. Well, I may decide to move on and that's fine. But either way, I'm in a better place because I've stopped and actually went through this win method. And and that's social media, right? We're gonna get comments, people are gonna hate us, they're gonna just be mean. And and so I was glad I was able to, to stop and just reflect on what I should be doing here. And the win method totally came in into play there. And I, I think I won the moment in, in yeah. doing that. So that was pretty cool. So- That's awesome. So I want to, um, you know, thank you for for sharing all that. And, you know, one thing I want you to share is your your community, the winner circle and the Pace Mastermind. Talk a little bit about those two things and what they are and who they're for. And I'll be sure to put a link to your book and to the winner's circle and all that in the show notes. But why don't you tell people a little bit about what those things are and how's it going? I know you started the winner's circle, what, two, a year ago, something like that. Pace just started this year. So tell us a little bit about those things and, and how is it going and how can people f- learn more about them? Absolutely. Thank you. Yeah, the winner's circle was launched at the same time that Measuring Up book was launched. And the purpose for that was because I recognized that it is not easy to be an entrepreneur, a business owner. It is not easy for those of you who are also parents or a spouse or even when we're working at a job. All these different roles that we play in life, they're not easy. And we really need community to be able to have a safe place to win in life, whether that be winning in a world of comparison, in a world of business, winning when it comes to parenting, all of these different aspects, sometimes we just feel like we're losing and that's not what God wants. So with the winner circle was really put on me, I, I just really feel like God put on my heart to create a safe space where people can show up and have a community where they can have tools where they're empowered to be able to live in such a way that they're winning, where they can celebrate their wins. I don't know about you, Jeff, but I know for myself that I've never felt comfortable going on social media and sharing things like, yay, I just, I just did this and I'm so excited because I've always wanted to, or yay, I got a new client. And while some people are comfortable with that, that's an area I never felt comfortable. But I needed to be able to celebrate. I need to be able to go and share in a safe space. I also need to practice things. Sometimes it's not comfortable to go out and do something for the first time, but if you can do that within a safe community and get feedback, that's really helpful. You can practice being who you're created to be when you're still innovating your identity like we all are doing all the time. So that really is the whole idea behind the winner's circle. We do have, uh, we're working on winning at life personally, professionally, and spiritually, which means not everyone's an entrepreneur, but many are. 
not everybody is a person of, I'll say, strong faith, and yet I'd say probably right now almost everybody is because you do attract those who you are, who are you are like. And also there's a health coach that comes in. So we're working physically to also win at life. So there's a once a month health coaching call. There's a once a month winner's coaching call. And the community itself is going amazing. I cannot, I cannot brag enough about each person. I know Jeff, you've been in there since the very beginning. I, I'm sure you can agree with me. I've watched myself. I've watched you. I've watched these other members, many of them who've been in there from the beginning, grow and make progress. That is what it's all about, is making progress in this life toward being who God's created us to be and doing what he's designed for us to do. So I would say that this winner circle has been a complete win. It's been something that I've been extremely excited about. And as far as where to find it, you can go to www.bealifewinner.com and that will give some more information. And Jeff, I know you are one of the coaches in the Winner's Pace Masterminds. And you also come in and you do business coaching quarterly in the Winner's Circle. And that's been amazing. People have really gravitated toward that. And we've learned so much and appreciate it. Within the Winner's Pace Mastermind, that is specifically for business owners, entrepreneurs, those who do already have something a nonprofit or ministry that they are currently working at. And it's a six-month program. And right now we're going at it for the first time. So it's been amazing just watching these winners literally growing, progressing. Pace stands for progress personally, professionally, and spiritually. Accountability is the A. Community is the C. And encouragement is the E. So we are going at the pace that God's called us to go through the Bible. And we're making our businesses really line up with the way that God wants us to. So... We appreciate your business leadership in that as well, Jeff. It's been fun to be part of those communities. And I know growth myself and just watching the growth in, in other people. And and even in people you like, not really sure what's going on behind the scenes. And all of a sudden, they'll say something and it's like, holy cow. Like, you know, God is doing something. And, and I think that's a big lesson for us too is, it's not always the vocal people or just because somebody's not vocal doesn't mean God's not doing something in their life. And I like how you and a just keep showing up and delivering value and, and doing what you feel called to do. And, and I know it's making a huge impact in, in people's lives. So, all right. So final question, and this is a new question I'm going to ask people that I interview at the end. I used to ask people what what's one thing or what's one way that you can do business God's way. And I've kind of changed the question a little bit because I've been really thinking about this concept of kingdom printer lifestyle and <clears throat> kind of what that means and really looking at our lives as a whole. And, you know, because the reality is we are a whole being and the kingdom printer lifestyle isn't just what we do in business, but it's what we do outside of business as well to make an impact. So for you, Renee, like what's, what's an area that you like to work on when it comes to like this kingdom printer lifestyle? Like what, what does that look like for you? 
Well, if I understand the question correctly, I'll just share the first thing that pops up. So I apologize if it's not exactly right on. I believe that as a kingdompreneur, our lives, like you said, are not segmented. It's not like, oh, well, here's your personal life and here's your spiritual life. And you just walk different directions all the time. Really, for myself, I find that very integrated. So even when I'm in my personal life, my business, I'll say, will just click in there because that's who God created me to be. And it's something where I found recently, I really enjoy working with women. I always have, whether it's in Bible study or it's something, just coaching. I love coaching women, even though I I will both genders. But I realized recently that God's calling me more toward the youth and kind of mentorship and leadership when it comes to the college age. And, you know, I'm about, I'm getting close to 20 years past this age. So maybe I'm growing into it or maybe I just want to stay young. I don't know, whatever. I know that God has been calling me, so I'll go with that. But the way that that intercedes in my kingdompreneur life is that I know I can serve but God's also using it to elevate the message he's given me. He's intertwining this in such a way that I have joy by sharing what he's sharing inside of me. And it's also making a difference. And then also the people that I am interacting with and these women, these college women, they're speaking into my life and they're rejuvenating me. They're sharing aspects that I would not be able to know about the message God's given me. And they're actually inputting back into that. So I see this as a cycle, as something that God's doing, and it's kind of new and fresh for me. So I don't know where all it's going to lead, but that's the kingdompreneur lifestyle is that wherever I go, God's really, he's using all these little things and it's not just one-offs. It's like they all kind of fit together as a puzzle. So I'm excited about where he's taking me in this, in this season right now. That's awesome. Yeah, you answered it spot on. That's the first time I've asked that question in an interview, so I'll, I definitely have to refine it. But you you did it. You answered exactly how I was thinking. So, awesome. yeah, that's great. So, all right, Renee, well, I really appreciate the time um, that you've given to us today talking about comparison and especially as it relates to social media, for sharing the win method, how we can actually, and that win method applies to so much of life, yes. not just business. So I would encourage all of you guys to to get her book. Um, I'll put the link in the show notes, but grab this book and read it because it's it's very practical. And if you want to win out life, she gives you the tools in that book. And I would also encourage you to to check out her community and if that's something that is of interest to you, then I highly recommend it and encourage you to check that out too. And like I said, I'll put all these links in the show notes, but thanks Renee for the time and for talking about comparison and kind of what you're doing these days. Thank you. It's been a pleasure and I always enjoy chatting. So thank you so much for having me and for doing what you were called to do. Thanks. All right, guys, until next time, As always, continue to do business God's way and go out and make an impact for the kingdom of God. Love you guys. I'm praying for you guys and I will talk to you soon.